Welcome to Pop Culture Cake, the only podcast that's brave enough to take on video games. I'm your host, Forrest, today. Uh, <laughs> and I got three of my three of my good friends around the table here. Hey, I'm Brent, I guess. And that's it. Thrilling. Hi, I'm Adam. Uh, Brent is feeling a little salty today, so this should make things pretty interesting. And I'm Dane, back again. Yeah, we got to get a... You Dane appearances. That Dane is back. Yeah, my name is Forrest. So uh, today we're going to do an East versus West RPG Smackdown. Does anybody kind of want to take the floor? Any initial thoughts, opening statements? Yeah, I figured this be, this would be the first, like maybe the first episode we receive listener mail from. And it's going to be all negative. Did we get listener mail? No. No, historically we do not, but this is going to be... Brent gets the mail, but immediately sends it to the dumpster. Auto, I auto-trash all of our mail. Uh, we love our listeners, by the way. Yeah, don't be, don't be like that, Brent. But hot takes. If I had to pick one, if I was only able to use one genre for the rest of my life, it would be Western. I like the Western games a little bit more, probably because I understand the motifs better. I've, I grew up playing them. And I wasn't introduced into the JRPGs until later in life. Like Final Fantasy VII was my first intro into that type of gameplay. And I hated it so much because I didn't understand how those games were meant to be played. So I just was absolutely terrible at it. And so I just kind of stopped playing and never went back until I was like an actual adult. And now I really enjoy them. So yeah, hmm. I, had to, I have to pick. Have me clutching Mass Effect and The Witcher 3 for the rest of my life. Like that's what, would, that's what I want. Yeah, what, when you say you didn't understand how to play it, like what what were you doing? Were you just oh, like, well, like not I didn't grinding? Understand, yeah, I didn't understand the concept of grinding because I was like seven or eight years old when that first came out. I didn't really understand how the save point gameplay was supposed to work because that's the main difference between a Western RPG and a JRPG in my mind is that the save point concept because it just changes it changes the way you play the game. I didn't really understand the items that are Final Fantasy specific. So I just, I just, I just was bad at the game and I didn't, it, it wasn't the game's fault. It was my fault, but I was a child and I didn't know. It seems like maybe it's the kind of game where you almost need one of those goofy, uh, 30 page glossy, uh, yeah, how to, yeah. Whoa. You think those things were only 30 pages? <laughs> well, it depends on the game. Oh, or you're talking about like the manuals that come with the games? Yeah, like you know, remember the. Oh, I'm thinking little... like a. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking of the manuals, but oh, okay, uh... I was thinking like a Prima Player's Guide or something like that. Yeah, like the little, the little thing that fit in the sleeve of the PS2 cover. Well, I know I realized what you were talking about, but I was thinking like the massive. Yeah, that were designed specifically as walkthroughs before the internet. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, those were amazing. I never had one for an RPG, but I really. Wish I still knew where my Super Mario 64 guide was. Oh, oh Super Mario. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I, I feel like, for my opinion, you know, it, it's not that I want to, like, problematize that every little thing, but the biggest failing for Eastern RPGs, and I hope is we're not just all going to be dunking on Eastern RPGs. No, I actually, I do enjoy them. It's just, like, if you had tied me down and made me pick, I'd pick Western. Yeah, I guess my, my big thing is that it seems like if you're not really sure what to do with a game, you can at least have a guy in his 20s and two of his improbable friends plus a plus a rabbit yeah. engage in like <laughs> turn-based adventures. The, an the animal character. Yeah, it seems like there is a little bit more of a defined set of tropes and things you can fall back on. 
which is, I guess, why it seems a little bit like a lot of JRPGs seem a little bit samey. So I su- suppose I would agree with you that if I had to pick one, I'd pick Western. But I mean, that seems almost like too flat of a characterization to really like say. I mean, like when you say the tropes, they, those exist in Western games too, very sure. significantly. Maybe it's you're just more comfortable with the tropes and it's part of our culture. Because, and so you can see the nuances that the game is trying to take or the story is trying to in, uh, in, invite you to enjoy that you just don't get from a JRPG because, you know, you're not Japanese. Yeah, that's a good point. Just real quick, Dane, how do you feel? Well, you know, I was about to be like Western RPGs, but then I was thinking about it. I mean, I really thought back to my past and one of the first RPGs I actually really got into was Harvest Moon. Oh. Are we? That's a role playing game, right? It's more of an economic simulator, isn't it? Like, well, I don't know. I mean, I think it was. I think RPGs like, have like experience points and levels and well, items. I guess that's. Uh, I think that I think that's really the distinction. If you can customize your character. Harvest Moon is a farm simulation role playing game. Oh, it is. So it is an RPG. There you go. All right, I'm wrong. Yeah, that's a, that's the weird thing about like because it was like there was like nothing about like that in the Western games we had played, right? So Nintendo 64, you know, before pre-internet, you're not really exposed to a lot of different things. It's kind of, you know, in your proverbial backyard and local small town community, whatever. We grew up on games like Mario and Banjo-Kazooie and on the Super Nintendo, I had a bunch of games like that. And then I never really, I don't think I really ever had too many RPGs. Uh, Actually, Monster Warrior Monsters... I played the shit out of that on the Game Boy Color as well. That, was, that game was amazing. That was Pokemon before Pokemon, I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong mm. about that, actually. Okay. God, I gotta look up all these things now. 1998, 2000 it came in, so it definitely after. While you're doing that, I like Western RPGs better. That's my point. That's your point? Yeah, that's my whole point. That's, is that your whole point? Mm-hmm. Your whole point is you just like Western better? You got nothing. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I played Pokemon. Right, and I played Final Fantasy VIII, okay. and I've played some Final Fantasies pre-7. But So you've not played any of the other famous JRPG titles? Mm, you'd have to name them, and I could tell uh, you. Persona. No. Yeah, Persona, Fire Emblem. Yeah, no. Fire Emblem's definitely well, on that list. Fire yeah. Emblem is another RPG I really enjoy. I haven't played Dragon's Quest. Is Zelda considered an RPG? Yeah, I would say so. I don't think so. Oh. It's an adventure game. I'll look it up right now. The only Zelda I've ever played briefly is Breath of the Wild. So you played the best one. That's cool. Yeah, the, yeah you, 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 if you had yeah, to yeah, pick yeah. one, you picked the best one. They're action-adventure games, so... Does anyone still think Ocarina of Time is the best Zelda game after Breath of the Wild came out? Several, several people. Oh, this, this is a Zelda podcast now. We could do that. I'm down. Mm-hmm. I've never played Did it. you guys I... see the trailer for the new Hyrule Warriors? It's a Zelda game, right? Yeah. And it's a prequel? No, isn't Hyrule Warriors a cross the cross game between like Zelda and yes, Dynasty Warriors? So that's, but they're doing a second one called Before the Calamity, which takes place a hundred years before Breath of the Wild when Calamity Ganon first returns. Oh, but it's not a Dynasty Warriors crossover game. No, but it is. It is. See, I don't really like the Dynasty Warriors game. Neither do I. Well, why not? 
But I would make an exception for this. I'd play the shit out of this. Are you kidding me? I mean, that does sound fun. I'm I get to play lie. as Urbosa. You get to play as the champions. I would be there with Dane. I would be like, oh, dude, let's do this. I want to. I want to be these weird characters. Let's this this be fun. It sounds fun in theory, but I just feel like the gameplay is not going to be that fun if it's based on like the other Dynasty Warrior type games. I will admit that Dynasty Warriors gets uh, repetitive. There's a certain appeal to Dynasty Warriors that is like comparable to what I think like uh, Earth Defense Force in that they're both kind of jank. I mean, EDF is way more jank than Dynasty Warriors, but I've never, every time I've played a Dynasty Warriors game, I've just felt the entire time, like, this is very jank. Like, this feels jank. Everything about this feels like another uh, 150 days of development time away yeah, from being Yeah, another Earth. reskin of the same game they made in, what, like, 1995? Yeah, I also don't understand, like, the point of there being armies if they're not going to be able to do anything without me. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're right. I have mixed feelings about the Dynasty Warrior games because I've played a decent chunk of them, and I remember having fun, but your criticisms... Or were my crit- are my criticisms. I was like, if Matt Whoa. were here, in fact, I think we should let Key Matt in to to be aware that we talked about Dynasty Warriors, and he'll he can he'll probably mount a good defense in like an addendum in at the beginning oh, of our next episode. He'll just be like, hold okay. on, hold on, yeah. But I guess this is part of my larger point about what my feeling with JRPGs is like earlier I was saying kind of like it seems similar a lot of them, and I guess I mean more like mechanically, like oh, you know, oh, a Dynasty oh. Warriors game. You know, but I, I, I didn't I didn't actually say that. So like a Dynasty Warriors game is probably the worst example of that because they're all very samey. There, there, there is no distinction. It's just new. Yeah. Graphics. And I think that like there is room for that uh, because, you know, some games like, you know, the Persona series, um, they always like build additional like very interesting things on top of that layer. So if they didn't kind of have that baseline of what the game is, they wouldn't have like a space to play in. And I suppose you could say that about any kind of game, but I, I think it tends to be worse in JRPGs than in other genre uh, of games, including other Japanese games. Uh, for example, Nintendo property, because they tend not to make that many RPGs. They, they're like, you know, they have the same formula in a lot of games, but it's totally like they, they, they tend to play around a lot more. Oh, okay. I mean, it's a fair point. Let's, we, we've talked, we've kind of been, Focused on J, the J side here. What, what was your favorite Western RPG then? Since it seems like most of us lean that way. Because there are some real bad ones out there. Yeah, I love and I love to hate the Mass Effect series. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, why? Well, I mean, obviously there's the whole like disappointment with the third game, which is oh, probably yeah, the first that thing that people think about that when they hear that. that. And I, I agree, but I'm also like, I mean, there was never, they were never going to be able to end it in a way that was satisfying. I just thought of like an apt comparison uh mass effect 3 was the game of thrones yes uh, video game oh yes very correct it was it was such a great build-up everyone was thrilled everyone was on board and then they were like oh we don't know how to we don't know how to end this at any capacity and we're just gonna fuck it up okay i mean game of thrones is never my cup of tea would you say that game of thrones peaked in the middle i think season six and seven were solid but that is the middle, I guess. It's the late middle, but six is definitely still still rising actually. Because Mass Effect because Mass Effect one is bad. And Mass Effect One is not bad, but I see why you say that. It's not a good it's not like a great game. It's not a well made game. It's a it's brilliant right. it's a brilliant game 
that was underfunded and a startup. Like, it's not its fault that their coders weren't EA professionals with three billion backups to, you know, make everything seem good. I think that, I mean, I think two, it's pretty... Two is the most popular. Uh, is it, I don't want to say it's the best one, but it's definitely, like, if you're going to recommend one to somebody who doesn't yeah. know no, the I series, you're yeah. probably going to recommend two, right? If I were to recommend one to someone who doesn't know the series, I would recommend Andromeda, so they never oh, play Mass Effect again. Damn. You're mean. And I'm sad that you'd say that. <laughs> you're like, oh my God. Watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull! <laughs> yeah, seriously. I just bought Andromeda about a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, but you got it for like three bucks instead of the $60 punch to the face that some of us, me, was super right. excited about. Actually, EA paid for us to, to get that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is product placement right now. They were just giving it away on the corner with Please take bucks. it. They needed a certain number of copies to have been to be out there to like get tax tax uh tax breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a write off. Unpopular opinion. I thought Andromeda wasn't that bad. I never played it. I also didn't play Mass Effects two and three. Oh, so you only played one. I only played one. I only played I only played bits of two, bits of one, and then the multiplayer of three. You played the multiplayer? Why? I like, no. I mean by a bits of I mean like an hour of Mass Effect oh. One. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Two hours of Mass Effect Two. You didn't get you didn't get sucked in by the elusive man storyline because I thought that was really gripping. Ten to twenty hours of Mass Effect Three, in the multiplayer alone only. None of the campaign. So bizarre. Yeah, that's a really weird. That's a weird. Spot. The multiplayer in Mass Effect Three was very good. It was, was it? I mean, I've heard that, but I just don't. I I have no interest in it. I'm having such a difficult time even comprehending what that looks like. It's so cool. It's it's just it's just an online cooperative shooter. Yeah, it's like a it's just like a it's like a firefight mode. Um, I mean, I guess because I only played the first one, I'm like, oh yeah, it's complete, I'm thinking yeah. of that combat system. So I'm like, well, yeah, that's but by weird. the time you get, by the time you get to three, you're basically playing Call of Duty. <laughs> Yeah, they streamline it quite a bit. Yeah, and there's a lot of cool armor abilities and like it's what I think Anthem wanted to do but couldn't because it was bad. Also, let's talk about the other Bioware title. Let's talk about Dragon Age. Oh, what's a really good space shooter? Huh? Mass Effect. No, I was thinking of Halo. Uh, oh, Halo is kind of kind of sort of like Halo. You mean like if it were made by the same people who yeah, made Halo, made for example? People, oh, perhaps? would you say would you say a fantasy sci-fi crossover that takes place with Guardians? Yeah, there's there's a game like that, right? Yeah, what's the name of that game? I've never. Heard yeah, of Brent, that. what is the name of that game? Kismet is that what it is? Do you guys realize that Activision didn't make the game that you are referencing? They published it. No, but but Bungie made. Okay, okay whatever. Made. Did, oh. Wait, did Activision even publish Mass Effect? Isn't that EA? No, they're EA. They're EA. No, it's why EA. Are you talking isn't about it? Activision. We're talking about Bungie. Why are you? But so what does Bungie have to do with Mass Effect? Nothing. No, you missed. Oh, you missed the string. It's all right. Oh, Halo. Dane just wanted you to fall down the rabbit hole. Of yeah, Destiny. Destiny one and two are bad. They're both bad games. Destiny and they're not RPGs, so they're technically not on today's discussion. This true. Okay, Western RPGs. But we can still we can still throw a rock at them and be like. You know, I also yeah. haven't played any Dragon Age. Oh, I've played through three, and it's like it's another game that I love to hate. I mean, obviously, I feel like Mass Effect is a better hold together game than Dragon Age. It but is. I know a lot of people who are way kind of more into the lore, and I think there's a lot there if you get into it. I'm just not like I like to 
get into it to the point where I understand. But if I'm like, if you have to like go on the wikis and start reading stuff for it to all make sense, I'm like, you've lost me. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have, like, you should, should not have to do research. Yeah. Everything that's in the game is in the game, as far right. as I'm concerned. But I mean, The Witcher 3 is actually kind of the same way. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's so, a good point. There's so much background and characters and nations and history to that game because it was a book series that like you have to go read the book in order to really understand what's going on but that's not its fault because it started that way it was the adaptation that failed i'm reticent to criticize bioware games for doing the same shit over and over again because such i'm such a it's ea who does it though it's not bioware Uh, well they make the games you know I mean, I know they get told. I know they get told to make the game, but they could make the game different. The reason I'm reticent to compl- to attack Bioware for doing that is that it's because I'm such a Bethesda pre Fallout 76 shill that uh, <laughs> like I'm, not, I'm not on a I'm not on any platform to throw rocks. Bethesda, we do have to talk about them. Yeah, so you know, fall like uh like I was never a big Bioware guy, like even Kotor and. All of that stuff I don't really have a lot of experience with, but I was a huge Elder Scrolls person. Well, yeah, because Elder Scrolls is a really great series. So I'm realizing that I'm pretty much almost exclusively a JRPG player. Yeah, you, you, you've never played any of you've never played any of these games, have you? I uh, played Mass Effect One entirely. Do you own Do you own a Western console? <laughs> yeah, I own or... an Xbox. Do you know? Hey, do you want to know why I bought an Xbox One, uh, Brent? For Destiny, I'm imagining. Yeah, it was for Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you leaned into your microphone so that it felt creepy. Like, you're Joe Biden rubbing his shoulders right now. Nice. I made a pact with a friend that we would get it for... I don't even think we made it to the first expansion and we got it. I was going to say, at what point did you enter the Destiny verse? Oh, you know what it was? Best Buy had a sale <laughs> on Xbox Ones. Oh, well, yeah. I was given an Xbox One when I bought a computer. Do you still have an Xbox One? Me? No, I got rid of it. I never wanted it. I, it just came with the computer. What is happening? Why did you get rid of it? <laughs> because I don't play on Xbox. I'm I'm a Sony uh, loyal citizen. Wow, it's an Adam. You and I are opposites because I feel the exact opposite way. I will never own a PlayStation console. What, what do you have refuse. against Sony? Wow. Fight, fight, fight. Yeah, we went went from east versus west. We flipped here. Now suddenly, I'm over here being like, "You, the west." Is you couldn't change. Outdated. You couldn't change your PSN for 15 years. Your information has been leaked 13 times. Oh right, because the dark web hasn't existed, and they don't buy and sell. No, I'm so just saying you don't want additional. Yeah, okay, people get murdered, but when if I if I'm like, hey, there's additional <laughs> killings, maybe we, you know, that's not the argument to make. Oh. Wait, don't make this about gun control. <laughs> the PS3 came out at nine hundred and seventy-five billion dollars, and they were like, <laughs> and they were like, people will buy it because it's our big dick console, and you're gonna get one. And then, dude, I waited until it came down. And then when Microsoft was like, hey, you know, we think pretty, we think digital games is the future. Everyone was like, cr- cried foul and got out their pitchforks. But do you know anyone who buys discs today? Adam looks at his pile of discs in sudden discomfort. <laughs> what was the last disc game you bought? Tell me. It was the last one I bought in person was Borderlands Three. What? So that wasn't long ago. Why? Why do you buy discs? Because games? I like having the physical game. I like the conversation piece when people come over 
and they look at my game collection and they're like, oh, okay, so this is the kind of person he is. I guess that's the difference is I don't like people coming over. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Antisocial Man. I would talk about this a little bit because I I have the problem of I only have games on disc if somebody buys a game for me as like a gift or something so the only literally the only ps4 game i have on disc is like a call of duty game that i would never buy for myself (laughs) so i have that like prominently displayed as like this is the kind of game i like what is that what is that kermit voice you just did what is that okay another reason another another good thing about discs the ability to lend them to others boom Okay, well, listen, both consoles have discs, but how do you play video games? <laughs> oh, well, listen, the argument I was just making like 20 minutes ago doesn't, doesn't no, no, apply it anymore. Does. I'm just saying that, that the forward-thinkingness of, of, of Microsoft got shit on, while Sony has historically been... You know the weird... The, the weird thing is, is I'm a Microsoft... Like, I want... I only buy Microsoft PCs, but I only buy J consoles. It's just who I am. There are only Microsoft PCs. What it's... other... Well, I mean, I don't buy Apple, is what I Yeah, mean. I don't acknowledge Apple. Like, well, why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, they cost three times as much, and their operating system is stupid, and they don't have a right mouse button. Fuck. They don't have a right mouse button. It's wild that they don't have a right mouse button. <laughs> Nervously point. looking at my computer. Yeah, I know, I know you're an Apple person. I know. So, but it sounds a little bit like, Brent, it sounds a little bit like you're attacking a you're kind of doing a straw man argument to be honest you're kind of attacking like the average sony fanboy whereas adam is just trying to defend that he personally likes yeah uh, playstation better i just i just like their game profile better too like i don't want the xbox games i just never have i don't have an issue with adam liking sony i have an issue with any anyone like any breathing human liking sony they haven't updated their cross, their like XMB dashboard, like their main OS interface, whatever, in also 13 years. Uh, say that like it's a bad thing, because every time they update Facebook to have a different, I don't know, Snapchat line, everyone loses their fucking mind. Yeah, but people who use Facebook are also like 40 years older okay. than that. I just use that as a common example. You are you used, correct. You targeted the <laughs> oldest demographic in the of, on the internet, I and you were like, "God, disagree." You are correct. You are correct. Also, I don't like this. is This is a this is a very pedantic thing. I will be clear. I don't like the joysticks being parallel to each other. Oh, I'm sorry. The console that existed before Xbox was a thing. I'm just saying. Doesn't... I'm just saying. I say. I said it was pedantic. I said it was a nitpick. It's it's a really weird design choice. It's the only one I'm comfortable with. Because it's the only one I've ever played. There's no additional ergonomics. Well, that seems like a personal problem to, for, like, to me. Like, I don't know what, what does that mean? I've I, like, played Xbox games with you all. Like, I, Nathan, our friend in college. I only, I only like missionary sex because I've only ever had missionary sex. How? Like... What, is, what is, Fred, are you <laughs> mad at me? Did I hurt you recently? What is going on with you, man? Like, you just want to fight me? You just want to fight me? Why is I'm I've only had missionary sex a direct attack on you? Is that a real thing? That's You're happening? calling me boring and unadventurous. No, it's not about the thing. It's about doing the no, one thing I'm and t- then enjoying the one thing because you've never Red, done another thing. Red, I'm talking about a general attitude that you've come at me with <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> I'm not. I, you you every time I say a thing, you're like, you know what, Adam? That's stupid, and you're dumb, and you should feel dumb for being stupid. 
No, you're not dumb. Don't say that. I know, but like, don't talk I, I, about know, it about I know my you friend. don't actually mean that, but like, it's don't like... say that. Hey, don't say that about my friend. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I need you to stop talking bad about my friend. That's very. So mean. anyway, Dragon Age. The first game no, was. No, I don't awesome. think they're all bad. <laughs> Dragon Age is all bad, Adam, and you're no. stupid and you're dumb. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> you should feel dumb for being stupid. Wow. But no, the first Dragon Age game was great because once again, it was before EA bought them up and streamlined it and turned it into a stupid, not quite good game two and three and inquisition no i just no no no, no. I, weirdly enough i was only ever aware of dragon age like post three really like you only have... you only finally learned it existed with inquisition yeah i don't remember i can't like i don't have a memory of what one and two would even look like i mean obviously fire one is video. old it looks like it looks like original witcher like which one is one. the only one i played but it was the best one. I mean, the role playing was super fun, but I found the combat to be just super clunky. Oh no, yeah, it was. It it like I said, it was once again Bioware back in those days was making really brilliant games, but doing it poorly because they didn't have the resources they needed to create good systems. What about Baldur's Gate? Baldur's Gate. <laughs> that was when my friends were super super see i'm just realizing how much of a jrpg fan i was compared to my you never friends. played baldur's gate no i mean i never really got into it my okay. friends were big Did baldur's you gate play Diablo? no i don't like diablo who are you i'm like <laughs> i'm fucking i'm a weeb apparently yeah i was like you don't like Di- diablo or you've never played it i hate the i just the isometric view the fucking Ooh. it's the fucking original rpg isometric is- view it don't is you Western play RPG 1.0? Don't you play League? Also, what do you mean? Like, like, yeah, but like League, you have to aim your abilities at. I don't know. Maybe just the. I think you have to do that in. Like yeah, that. I don't know. It felt weird. I didn't like it. It's the same uh, thing. You click. It, all you it do really is click. It's a beat em up. It's the most intuitive. I don't game like beat em ups. I don't like beat em ups. Okay. Yeah, and and sorry fine. to be pedantic, but it, it seems also seems weird to me that if you're a JRPG stand, that you would dislike. Um, isometric view. Isometric grid. Like yeah, like all of Final Fantasy. No, uh, no. Okay, I don't know. Just maybe it's just. I don't know. It was just a weird experience. I didn't like. I it. feel like we're beating up on you a little bit. No, it's fine. Oh, what's that like? What's that? How does that feel? Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. How, yeah. Come, how come you didn't come to defend Adam? <laughs> I was, I was, I was uh, ducking behind a corner. I'm, I'm just I'm like, like, oh, this is getting serious. I'm, a, I'm a, <laughs> yeah. like, a, I'm having like a lot of self discovery tonight. To be honest, Good. I mean, like, yeah, this is the place to do it amongst your friends. Yeah, I'm glad we could go on this journey with you. Yeah. And also in front of the uh, 30 or so people who listen. You mm-hmm. weeb. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Fire Emblem, huge fan. Never really got into the Final Fantasy, most because a lot of them were well, on the PlayStation. That's, they, they, there's so many types of Final Fantasy. Yeah, although I did play their shit out of Tactics on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, nice. Which is more of a Tactics game, which is another type of game I love. What about original Paper Mario? Oh, fuck oh, yeah. No. What? You don't like Paper Mario? I don't like Mario. Well, Paper Mario is Oh. Paper Mario but, is, such, is such a divergence from Mario. But this is uh, this is not a conversation about platform games, so I no, don't no, have no, to Paper explain Mario, myself. <laughs> original Paper Mario is a role-playing game. That's why I brought it up. But it's such a I know. I just don't like as soon as you slap Mario's name onto something, Adam's already mentally checked out. <laughs> Paper, Paper, Paper Mario is like a classic game. Paper Mario is I don't like care. I don't. Man. 
Paper and do, Mario do you know why only the first two Paper Mario games are good? Because they were willing to like make fun, interesting characters. And then there was a total change in mentality at Nintendo that was like, no, they had to be Mario games. The only Mario characters are Mario, Peach, and Bowser. And that's why like you don't have any fun Toad characters anymore or any cool like Mario sidekicks are all stupid like fucking origami bullshit. I don't even fucking know. I refuse. I don't even fucking play them anymore. Yeah, but anyway, the point is, is Mario isn't mostly, there's, how many games has Mario appeared in? It's something like 37 billion, but it's, uh, Paper Paper Mario is a role-playing game. I know, I'm just saying, like, I don't want to deal with it. And it's a Japanese game. Yes, you're right. What? 256 games? I was close with 300. Wow. So I'm not even... Uh, there you go. That's gotta count re-releases and stuff like that, though. No? I'm sure it does, but I just cannot stand. I do not want to give Nintendo... Mo- you know what? For the most part, I do not enjoy Nintendo games. I do not... I haven't played them regularly since the N64 was new. That's wild. The people who made Paper Mario also made Fire Emblem and also made the Advance Wars series of games. Which I have not played. I don't... I don't like them. You don't like Advance Wars? Nope. What? I just don't. I just. It doesn't appeal to me. Okay. What about you? Don't like Fire Emblem either? I've never tried. I've been recommended Fire Emblem. I mean, I don't, I've never I tried it. I've never tried it either. I'm just throwing stuff at you now. I I'm, just. I don't own any Nintendo consoles. Mm. I, don't, I just don't. All, all yeah, I it was have, a big. It was a big gap for me. I had a Game Boy. Not a game. I had a Game. Yeah, Boy I had Rock. a. Ga- I had a Game Boy Color. That was my last. No, the N64 was my last Nintendo console. That's how old I am. I had an SP, and then I had a GameCube that I traded in for an Xbox, and then no Nintendo until yeah. But when the GameCube uh, came Switch. out, I was like the so the PlayStation Two was king. Yeah, and no, I no doubt I bought, I bought it, and I never looked back. And Nintendo's more or less dead to me. PlayStation Two was a PlayStation Two was a very good console. Like a it very was, it was very the, strong console. It was, Hot take. Yeah. Well, well, let's see who's something controversial. Everyone loved the PS. Did you guys know that? Did you guys know that on the PS2, when you, when that the remember those those like stone towers in the intro? Oh yeah. Oh 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 yeah. Did you know that those represented the number of save files and the amount of time you had in the save file? No. Yeah. Those had meaning. I thought they were just there. Nope, they had meaning. And that's it's such a random like little like consoles back then like even the Xbox they had interesting like little weird Easter eggs and gimmicks to them that consoles now do not because like you know as the as the line between what a PC is and what a console is like gets thinner and thinner it's just like lost a lot of that soul a lot of that flavor. You're, you're uh, right. I would agree with that. Yeah, it was just because like on the GameCube your save files were like. Um, little, those little cubes. I really like, miss nostalgia trip. I really miss the cartridges and the stupid. You had to buy the the the, the hard drive for the PlayStation Two to plug in. That that was your save disc. That always got corrupted. You don't know what that meant, but it happened. Uh, you know, on the Xbox, it had an internal hard drive, so we never had to do stupid stuff like that. You had a PlayStation. 2. Everyone had a PlayStation. 2. I did not. Own Except a for this guy, 2. I did not own a PlayStation. Yeah, I didn't have a PlayStation. Okay, 2 what is wrong with what? Who are you, people? <laughs> no, I was straight. I was straight like Nintendo until yes, for until I until I got a PS. So you oh. just missed the cultural wave that was the PlayStation Two. I mean, I had friends. 
<laughs> they had consoles. Okay, okay first, I just wasn't suggesting you didn't. I'm just amazed <laughs> that you weren't sitting like I was in, for generations amounts of time just playing away. I'm just yeah, amazed. I'm sorry. My console history was an SNES, then a uh, PlayStation 1, then a GameCube, Xbox, Xbox 360... Uh, okay 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 here's a in order to make this a little bit no offense but in order to make this a little bit more interesting when you name a console you have to say your favorite game for that console okay snes was super mario super no super mario brothers 2 i think uh or it might have been yoshi's island on the snes I really, oh, yoshi's I, island. oh yoshi's island was a great game everyone and loved then, that game and then on the playstation 1 it was spider-man 2 enter electro Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. on the on the GameCube it was F Zero. On the Xbox it was Halo One. On the three sixty it was Halo three. And then on the Xbox One it was I don't know, the con the generation's not over, but I'll say like oh fuck dude, hold on. More windows on the original Xbox for me. So oh, I was that. actually about oh. to ask, So what was yeah, how did you Yeah, use... back to back to RPGs. Yeah, but like that's what I was I was going to ask you is how did you play Bethesda back in the day because in my mind you had to have done it on, you know, a PlayStation. No, but I apparently had... I was wrong. Yeah, Morrowind on Xbox and then Oblivion on 360 and then Skyrim on the Xbox. Cool. Uh, and the Morrowind, 360 actually. Morrowind for me. Skyrim has been on a lot of consoles. Yeah, it's been everywhere. It is the most beloved Bethesda game at the moment. So. Yeah, Morrowind PC was probably the better way to play the game, to be honest. I, I didn't have played the shit out of that. Like, 10-year-old me beat Morrowind on his own without the internet, and I have no idea how I did that. I, I, don't, know, I don't know what happened. I must have read everything and actually, you know, studied alchemy. Like, whoa. So I Morrowind, couldn't do that today. So Morrowind is actually a very interesting experience for me. So I had in Xbox and I had Morrowind and I had a best, my best friend growing up. He's still like a brother to me. We would take turns playing Morrowind. So like every time you die. No, Hmm. like, no, like we would just take like three hour blocks. Like, I mean, I mean, obviously I had it, I would play more because I had it at my own house, but there were like whole weekends where I would just go over there with my Xbox and we would take like three hour blocks. And while he was playing, I would be on the internet looking up information for him. And he'd be on the internet looking up information for me. When I was awesome. playing the Xbox, that sounds like a really nice way of playing. Yeah, yeah so, so it'd be like, because cool. in 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 Morrowind, there are no like map markers, other than there. Yeah, other you just than to say you have like to it's, figure it out. You yeah, it's like in this up. general direction, you have the to. The journal be there. says you go north along this pass, and you're like, uh, uh. Yeah, I recently played. I recently bought and then played Morrowind again, pretty extensively. And oh god, getting some of those directions are so vague. And I just spent I would spend minutes like in the middle of, of an ash ash ashfall desert, like being attacked by the dumb the dumb pterodactyls. Oh, those oh yeah, that was the worst part of Morrowind. As great as a game as it was, those things, the cliff runners or the yeah, runners, cliff, cliff racers, yeah. Cliff racers. I would have erased them all from the game and never felt bad about it. I think what I what I definitely that. But I also was really started to realize how frustrating it was to have all of my attacks be dice rolls. I mean, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, I'm hitting my I'm hitting my hammer, but like one time it does one damage, and then another time it does zero damage, and then one time it does eight. But I'm hitting, I'm hitting consistently. What is happening? And getting back into that groove. But I I I think Morrowind is the probably the best RPG of all time. I'll no. put that up. Oh, oh, 
Sure it is. Yeah. As I janky fight. as hell as it was. Yeah, fight me. It was janky, and it was difficult, and you couldn't understand any of it. All, of, it was, is, all of these are pluses to me. What? <laughs> Why? What? What? You said nothing. I mean, you spent so much time with this game, it almost seems like it's maybe imprinted on you as well. Not that I'm. Not that I want to. Stockholm syndrome, man. <laughs> it's just the good. It's just the greatest RPG. It experience. abused you, and you're no, just like no, because yes, it, it no, because more. because think about I a role. Think about a, I mean, the Janka side. Think about a role playing game, right? Like in Dragon Age or in, in Skyrim. Now you like get a quest. And then there's like essentially a golden arrow letting you know exactly where to go. But in, in Morrowind, you are really playing that role because, brother, you you don't know what the fuck anything is. You have to like read the, the, the chicken books. scratch The literal notes. books, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. chicken scratch notes you took that for while this fucking lizard man was like, A, didn't want to talk to you and you had to bribe him 300 gold to give you the fucking information. And then you have to go to Balmora to find the strip club. It's not even in Balmora. It's in like Syed, Syedun or something. Does it, does it matter? <laughs> yeah, you have to find. It this. sounds like it sounds like what it is is that you like being a scholar of the ancient texts. You like building. You like building this out of nothing. But that kind of like make it a good game. I like that it was an actual. I had to play a role. Which it was a more, challenge that if you overcame it, it was. But in the, but the role that I'm playing in Skyrim or in I would imagine in a Dragon Age is just this all nearly omnipotent demigod <laughs> who is not truly challenged by anything. I mean and, that is true of Skyrim. It's ridiculous. And I would imagine Dragon Age because I don't I I have I find it hard to no, believe that there you, isn't a, a you get an your arrow. You get your well, there isn't an arrow letting you know exactly where to go. I mean, there isn't actually, but the game itself is so you, limited. Googling you can't just right wander now. around like you can in Morrowind. You like you're you're basically on a Final Fantasy style map where okay. you, you know you. Hey, look, those stairs leading up to a house. Yeah, that house you you can't go into it. That's just background. Even a game like Witcher, where there's a lot more to do, they still hand like the combat may be hard. But they still hand feed you all of the actual role playing outside of combat. Well, I think the difference is that it sounds like the witch. I mean, the Witcher is telling you a specific story, right? Like I think a lot of yeah. So it is already a set. But like story, but story aside, I just mean the mechanics of being the Witcher. You know, did you play all three games? No, brother. Please, absolutely not. Did you play any of the games? Absolutely not. So you're wrong. Yeah, where are you coming from? <laughs> um, I mean, I've only played three, and I think that makes me like basic. But it doesn't seem like the way you're describing it is not exactly like it. There are certain story points, and you kind of have to hit them, I suppose, unless you just yeah, want to do your are, own thing. There and are gates game. you have to pass through in the same way. Right. Like it's the main storyline. You don't ha- ever have to do any of it if you don't want to. But yeah. But it, I mean, like it guides you to a specific in a specific direction, I think. But it's more of a suggestion and less of a mandate. Yeah, agreed. Like so, you I don't could, know. You could you could play The Witcher three and only play Gwent and sink thirty hours into it. Well, it's on. Oh the, yeah, it's on the it's on Game Pass. So if that's the case, I feel I'll I'll see I'll get it and see. I recommend yeah. it. It won Game of the Year for a reason. It is actually a very good game. I, mean, game but I played means, all three. I played all three. Means, game of the Year means nothing to me. I'm pretty sure Call of Duty has won Game of the Year. Like every no, year. I, no, I said it won it for a reason, because I agree with you. I don't think that's true, though. 
it actually was it actually is a good game. It's what complex, what don't dense, you think is true? Not I don't true. think I don't think Call of Duty's won game of the year before. Not even oh, Modern Warfare. Year. What? Not even what? Modern Not Warfare, the, Modern the, Warfare. The, the, the big the big boy, the one that like defined 20, it or as Call of Duty Oh my god. <laughs> it's the first thing that comes up. It's the first hit. <laughs> oh no. So probably not them. 2003, the original Call of Duty won Game of the Year to the British Academy Game Awards. So it there. won first person Game of the Year Dice Awards in 2003, Call of Duty 4 2007. Is this one of these things where it's like, you know, the time person of the year isn't necessarily like a good person? No, it's just a significant person. Campaign the <laughs> best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the one who are, bribed also, the best. There are also too many Game of the Year providers. Brent, I think you and I, I think all four of us actually, should have our own Game of the Year and treat it just like totally straight face, treat it like it's an actual thing. Yes. And right. have like pomp and circumstance. That's going to be oh, an episode. We'll have you a theme want, you song. Want to, you want to smash some champagne on a boat? Yeah. We're going to have, sure. we're going to have, and we're going to have a, uh, a podcast now. That is a Game of the Year podcast. I, yep, yep, yeah. yep. No, we should call the podcast Game of the Year and then talk about everything except for video games. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the Game oh, of the guys, Year is I Monopoly. Thank you. We're moving on. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. I definitely don't mean a separate podcast. I mean like a... An episode. An annual Game of the Year episode? Oh, yeah, we should call this episode Game of the Year. <laughs> I mean, we'd probably get the hits. But, maybe, uh, we've kind, we've, we have kind of lost the RPG or, plot a or, little bit. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Based on my discovery, based on my discovery of my video game preferences, maybe we should we, we should call it Journey to the East. Yes, I'm you know, but like, it's the JRPG. Oh God, that's actually a pretty great name. I'm gonna call this. But we uh, also get off the rails in this podcast all the time. That's like when we get those weird conversations about Willem Dafoe's acting career and apparently his enormous penis. Yeah, like that's yeah. That's where I we mean, get that rich content. All right, we have referenced Fire Emblem several times in this podcast, but we yeah, have but not I feel like actually you're the only one who who knows it. Wait, really? Is that why? Wait, what? Well, like, no, no, I've no, played. No, let, let me say, I I know the game exists. I've just never played a minute of it. Well, so I've played through. Um, I, I've played the most. Re- I've played three houses, and I played um, the one two before that. Not the most recent 3DS one, but the one that Awakening. like brought brought it back. I haven't played like the original. Well, I don't know even know which ones are the original from whose perspective. But I haven't played any of the. I've only played the ones where it kind of like quote unquote became a thing again. But tell us about it, Dane. Why is Fire Emblem amazing? I mean, they're just really solid. I don't even necessarily know if I'd call them RPGs. They're to me, they're more tactics games. Like tactics Hot games takes. have always Google. been for me one of my favorite genres of games. Yeah, but RPGs are tactics games. Yeah, I always kind of mix them up in my head. I'm not really sure what's. I mean, like, ob- like if you say something's a tactics game, I know what that means. It's like a but I also feel like it is a JRPG. Agreed. Like all the turn-based games, Final Fantasy is a tactics game. When to um, use your materia, when not to. I don't know if I'd necessarily call it a tactics game when there's literally Final Fantasy tactics as a different. Yeah, game. Uh, I feel uh, like you have to have units that you're moving around on yeah. a map at least. It's like, it's oh, so game. so an RTS is then a tactics game. Like, yeah, it's um, in the name. I mean, kind of. It's real. That's tactics. my point. Right. Is the concept of tactics is just learning how to win the fights. That's all that tactics is, and that occurs in any game that involves fighting. That sure, sure, Diablo. sure. But but There's tactics in Diablo. 
is excellent. I mean, yes, words words mean things. I agree. Oh. But <laughs> combinations of words have specific. Yo. I'm, on, I'm with Forrest on this. I'm just saying. Fire Emblem, I think... Fire Emblem is a fantasy tactical role-playing game franchise developed by Intel. Oh, there it is, role-playing game. There we go, there we go. And it's also a tactics game. But I doubt Final Fantasy, like, let's say uh, 12, says that it's a tactics game. No, it's just a role-playing game. Yeah, no. No, it, you need, it needs to be turn-based, and you need to have units that you're moving on a map for it to be a tactics game, okay. right? I mean, oh, am yeah, I crazy? Like, like the Total War franchise would be an example. Yeah. So I, I, I yeah, was just fight. being I was just being very difficult because sure, I agree, sure, sure. there is a distinction. There is. Hey, he's just trying to make a fun podcast. So yeah, I'm, just, um... I'm, I'm here to start a fight. I'm here, I'm, I'm, here, I'm here for a good time. Is XCOM a role playing game? It's it, not. Oh, Ooh. I've, I've never played. It's it's not. I really don't know. It's, well, what makes then what makes uh... a tactics game? But I but like think about think about it. You make people, you level them up. And you're yeah, invested an in their you're invested in their individual stories that you've made for yourself, which is more in line with the Western style of RPG. So I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit suspect that XCOM Final is Fantasy not. Final a... Fantasy is only defined as an RPG. Yeah. Hmm. Because so anyway, yeah, my my feeling with Fire Emblem is that just I feel like it and other tactics games, but I'm most familiar with Fire Emblem, is that it's like. The kind of game where I'm at my highest highs and my lowest lows. Because like, if you can't get past a section, you just can't. Or you it, or you absolutely like power level up beforehand and then you just roll through the rest of the game. Those those are my those are like my two and, and obviously that the latter only possibly exists in the more recent Fire Emblems where they kind of made everything a little bit easier. But those are kind of like my two modes of either like dying three hundred times in a row. And then throwing my Game Boy across the room, or oh, oh. <laughs> oh no, maybe I'm just bad at games. Not, I mean, not literally throwing it. Either way, I picking know that, it up with I my know mind that and... feeling. I know what you mean, and that's why I'm going. Oh, oh no, Game Boy probably yeah. just survived you throwing it across the room. Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's immortal, man. Game Boy, Game Boy, and Nokia, old Nokia phones. But hey, but hold on, like I don't, Dane. I'm sorry, I really. I, I I've only ever heard of Fire Emblem. I don't really know what it is. It's a it's a tactics RPG. What does that mean? What is the gameplay like? Like you do you can you you control an army? Yes, it's, it's advanced war, but with role playing yeah. elements. Yeah, it's, oh, it's so like it's advanced like, oh. wars. It's advanced wars, but your units it's with permadeath. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's also a class structure. We're like so originally. Uh, wow, wow! I heard yeah, that chuckle. Hold on, structure. hold on. Yeah. Like... So in the original games, a character was assigned a class, and then once you got to a, so this was a really interesting gameplay mechanic where once a character reached level ten, you could use an item to to level up their class to the next class, but you could also get them up to level twenty, for like. Like so, it's like it's like finding that sweet spot of like getting stats because when you once you rank them up to the different class, they become a lot harder to level up. So it's like, do I invest oh, the time? Oh, make a tough decision. Yeah. Okay. But then, and, but but there is a role. Play, what's the role playing component? The older ones are really really wasn't a whole lot, but since like Awakening added like the dating sim mechanic, and it also uh, oh it we also, haven't touched that yet. It also opened up the ability to change people's classes. So typically. 
any character can't become any other class. Usually there's like, this character can become one of these four classes. Fire Emblem, the more I don't understand why XCOM isn't a role-playing game. How, right. much of the, how much of the story element of XCOM is coming from headcanon, and how much of it is it explicitly in the text? Yeah. I mean, there is text to the yeah. storyline. In, in terms of character relationship to the story, I would imagine it's very similar to Fire Emblem because Fire Emblem has permadeath like XCOM can have. So it's not like any of the characters in a Fire Emblem game can be overly you know, interconnected with the story because they could die. Yeah, but I mean, like the characters yes are fleshed. No. Like, yeah, I don't. Know. There's like, there's no. There's the director, the doctor, and the engineer. Like, those are like the really the only characters in all of XCOM. Like, yeah. That's whereas weird. Fire Emblem has like at minimum thirty characters, and they and like the other thing is like there's bonds. So like in the original games, if you had and it's units that ended turn next to each other. Like certain characters could develop relationships, either like friendships or like romances, and they'd be stronger when they fought near each other. Like that was a really another really cool mechanic. And then if one of them dies, they go insane and they burn King's Landing down. It's kind of exactly. But they also, I mean, they also to build onto that. I don't know like how many games they've done this in because I've only played like the more recent ones. But they also actually flesh out the kind of the interlinking. Like you were saying, none of these characters can be integral to the plot. And I think that's true, but they have relationships that are actually like, it's not just that you get like a plus mechanic when you have characters who are next to each other and fight together. There's also like dialogue between them and cutscenes, and like the characters, like they live together and they talk to each other and they interact with the world and things happen because of their relationships. So like, it can't be so deep, like you said, because if somebody dies, like they have to write around that as well. But, you know, they do have an effect on the story. And that's great. That's a, that's a great writing component. I like that. Serious question, because of the romance, we brought it up. Speaking of tropes, circling back to the exact first thing Forrest brought up, JRPGs. I feel like I can identify exactly who every romanceable character was written for to be like, I instantly, <laughs> I instantly fell in love with her. Like, ah, oh, that was it. There was, it was love at first whisper. But I don't feel that in games like Mass Effect or Dragon Age or any of the other Western RPGs that actually have romance stories like The Witcher. Like, those characters are already their own person and you will have to decide whether or not, you know, you want to be with them. What do you guys think? So I'm trying. I'm trying to parse what you were saying. So you yeah, saw, what I'm you're saying is that the it. yeah the romance. You're saying like the romance options in JRPGs tend to be like relying very, on tropes. Very tailored. Very tailored. They're specifically like I want to sell you this product. This is exactly what you want. She's the smart girl. She wears glasses and uh, has you know a little bit of trust issues. Please fall in love with her. She likes reading. And then over here in Western canon, you have somebody like Trish in The Witcher Three who is just like a freedom fighter and she's more or less ignores you for most of the story. And you have to like win her attention through a great deal of effort. I don't know. Is that a trope? Am I missing it? It seems a little bit more nuanced to me than what I'm used to in the romance stories of the JRP. I think some of it might be that in Western RPGs, they tend not to have romance options as often. So yeah. when they do, they want to make it like more, I feel like because it's atypical, they have to they feel like you have to really work to make something. I think there are JRPGs with interesting 
romance options. But to your point, maybe it's just because there are so many games and a lot of them introduce this concept. And there are so many characters in these games. You're kind of like, okay, well, what's this one? Okay, this is the person who does this. Okay, let's go. Is that is that kind of your point? Yeah, and that's like, I don't don't like it. <laughs> I, uh, that's one of my least favorite components of the JRPG genre. It's just like, this doesn't really have to be here. It feels like you're kind of forcing this into the story unnaturally. I mean, no, I, no, my, no, my no experience... My experience with with RPGs are so Western focused primarily, or they're JRPGs where romance is not a target, like a Pokemon or something. Uh, right. Where, like, I'm romance in RPGs almost seems like such a deeply foreign concept that I don't, I hardly ever interact with them. Oh, so I'm the only one who's taken the time to notice. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe I'm the problem. See, I mean, <laughs> no, see. I mean, I mean, I like I like Persona 5's aspect of that. I haven't played Persona 5, but I have watched. Yeah, that was the example I was going to give because it's kind of between the line. Like, I feel like they're playing around with the tropes. And even, even the most recent Fire Emblem, I feel like they do the same thing where they set it up so that, like, you kind of feel like you know what the tropes are going to be. But then you, when you actually play it, you're like, oh, this person is actually like traumatized from this event. Yeah. And it's like, no joke. It's like not a, it's not like a tropey thing. It's like, oh, no. actually five, like. I think Three Houses more than any other previous Fire Emblem game really, they, they do some subversion stuff in there. They do some inversion stuff. They, do, they, they did a really good job with the characters in Three Houses, which makes it all the more fucking terrifying when you have to kill them later on. Oh my God. <laughs> Ouch. Spoiler alert, by the way. Wow, the Which, game's been out for like a year. Yeah, I feel like that's known. No, I feel yeah, like that's spoilers. a thing. <laughs> uh, spoilers for every saying. podcast, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler hour. Uh, well, he sits on Call me a Honda, screen. because I've got a massive spoiler. Unless, unless we consider like a, like Midnight... God, what was the racing games from back in the day? Midnight... Fuck. Oh, great. Yeah, that game. Midnight fuck. <laughs> Give me two seconds. Midnight. Okay, but you know what? I want to go. I, I'm not done with Bethesda. I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not done. Midnight Club, by the way. Well, there you go. I thought, Brent, when you were saying when you were saying that how janky some of the JRPGs you were playing were, I was like, oh, so it's a Bethesda game. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was only specifically talking about Dynasty Warriors. I think most JRPG games are so walled. That they have a hard time being janky. Oh, because it's so it's so set all the options you can possibly do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I want to come at Bethesda. I want to throw hands at them. Fallout. Uh, yeah, I don't like Fallout. Yeah, it's terrible. Ever since I mean, Fallout Three, 3 is and Fallout even... Three is fun-ish. A New Vegas is fun-ish, but they all suffer from jank. And for me, it's also like but they're a, a proud lesson. of it. They're yeah, they're proud at, of it. Yeah, I feel like Jank is part of the, the part of the whole thing. They love it. That's like what they're selling you on that. You buy a Bethesda game, prepare to fall through the floor now and again. And why is that? Ooh, but they did make thing? Dishonored. Dishonored was really good. Bethesda, I think, published Dishonored. I don't think they... Well, what are oh. the games that they make? Bethesda is mostly Fallout and the Elder Scrolls series. Yeah. They basically only make those two games anymore. They, they published... used to make more. They published Zoom Doom, but they don't. I don't think they made Dishonored. You, you know what we have to talk about. You know what Bethesda should not be forgiven for is any attempt they've ever made to make an online game. 
Elder Scroll Online is is pretty popular. I haven't played any of it, so I can't yeah, tell you but does if it the jank is bad. Good. I mean, I don't know if that game is janky. I, I have I, like I, like like Fallout seventy six. I can tell you empirically that it is a bad game. Yeah, um, it's terrible. But I cannot say that about uh, about uh, Elder Scrolls because I haven't haven't heard any controversies about it. Well, I thought I I'm just not a fan of MMORPGs in general. Like I don't like. The That's King fun. of the Castle, World of Warcraft, because they killed the game. That's also it, another thing that we haven't discussed at all, is MMORPGs. Uh, we are now. True. <laughs> and yeah, what are, I mean, like, what's our what's our collective experience with MMORPGs? Because I, I haven't really played any of them. I, think I had either. a summer of WoW, played a bit of Destiny, or Destiny, <laughs> uh, played a bit of Guild Wars 2, and Guild Wars 1, a lot of Guild Wars 1. Which... World of Warcraft, which was kind of the original MMORPG, is the fossil fuel industry hunting down and murdering every potential competitor to their dominance of the market. They Every time a new MMO comes out, they either buy it or they destroy it. Well, like I wonder if it's, if it's subject to the same kind of network effects of like for example the reason everybody uses facebook for social media is because everybody else uses it It it's part of the reason right like if you want to if you want to play a type of game with friends you're going to go to the one where your friends already are and that makes sense so that's just my initial criticism of it going further they actively hunt down and kill older versions of the game that were better and more popular just for the profit margin. And it's, I don't like, I never wanted to play World of Warcraft because I wanted Warcraft 4 because I was an original, like I played Warcraft yes. when MS-DOS was still being Yes, Warcraft 4. Yes, preach it. I, preach I it. wanted, I want Warcraft 4. I'll never get it because everyone's gonna, dead. And they're just going to keep pumping out another reskin of World of Warcraft forever. And I'm sad. But anytime you try to enter into it with Elder Scrolls Online or Fallout 76, it's just, it's fraught with peril. And that's just, that's just the Western stuff. Because, like, what, is there a major JRPG MMO? I mean, there's the Final Fantasy MMOs. Oh, that's uh, I think those are pretty popular, yeah. Well, Final Fantasy fourteen is extremely popular. I think it's second place only to WoW right now. Yeah, and it's it's literally just that I don't like MMOs, so I kind of just ignore them. I some people get really into them and I'm just not about that life. Like I have so many games I want to play. It's bad enough how much time I pump into replayable games. I can't imagine. Yeah. Just, I don't Well, I mean, I think it's a different, I mean, I think it's almost a difference in attitude, right? Because you're thinking of it as like so many different games that you want to play. But I think that for some people, it's like you want to go back into a comfort zone of like, you know, you just want to sink into playing destiny for a while with your friends and kind of ignoring other games i feel like the same thing is true for other mmorpgs not that you have to pick one thing or the other to only play mmos or only play other types of games but it does seem like there's a little bit of if you're going to invest your money and time into something um but that's that's the point an mmorpg like world of warcraft becomes your job and i feel like most of us work jobs already and so when we get home our idea of a video game is not let me log on and run this raid at 745 because if I don't, my guild will kick me out. 
and I'll lose my gold income. Like, it's a job. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about video games that are jobs, EVE Online. Oh, oh. I, also had, I also had an okay. EVE Online phase. <laughs> I, me too. I played, EVE, I played EVE Online. I think EVE Online is cool. Whereas, like, I don't think WoW is cool at all. Why is WoW not cool? WoW is not cool because it's just, it's like a, you if you want that fantasy experience, you can get that in a more standard RPG. But, like, EVE does, is not a, is not giving you a standard sci-fi experience. It's giving you, like, this weird, like, mega corporation. It's like, that experience is unique to EVE. You know, like, you don't, you don't hear about any other game providing you the opportunity to ha- to see three fictional mega corporations enter a multiple thousand real life dollar war you know what i mean like that right that's that's raw that's fucking raw that's that's really cool but like fan like but like world of warcraft it's like kill 13 rats they get it, it's why i don't like um i mean there is that pve element in eve it's just not what the game's notorious for there is like actual missions of like i mean adam you played the game so you may recall too there's like four levels of missions i think and then i think they actually added like a fifth level and they get increasingly complicated as well but like level one missions are totally like hey there's some pirates out here at this location go there and kill them and deal with them yeah yeah but there is not the pvp element in WoW that there is in Eve. And I don't think any game really has anything that comes close to the freedom. Yeah. I mean, I mean there is some there are some there is PvP in WoW. It's just not the same level. Yeah, and but you also... can't you can't like infiltrate a corporation and then just sell off everything and like perform virtual corporate espionage in WoW. Like No, I, I agree. Yeah, good I luck. Also, right. Like... I also think there's probably um some level of like like guild espionage going on. I agree. Eve is definitely the king of this. There's. Uh, I don't think you can control turf. And is there a WoW? Is there turf control in WoW? Like corporations literally own star systems in Eve. They control trading routes. There's bottlenecks to certain branches of no, the galaxy. I know, I'm, I'm saying I, I agree that that Eve is the king of, of what you're describing because there's nothing comparable. But there's also interesting wow, things. Wow! Wow! How did had an economic crisis though like wow also had yeah. a pandemic yeah that, that <laughs> was unplanned yeah that, so was the economic crisis yeah the guilds so like, literally backed themselves into a corner with paying their players and requiring them to be online that that they then realized they were dealing with actual adults and they were like oh 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 shit everything's falling apart everything will tank for food please like yeah the reason i think mmorpgs are why I do not want to play them is they're too close to just being a human living in the United States. Like, I don't want to work a capitalist job on my free time, which is already two hours a day. So, like, no. So it kind of sounds like it's interesting that all of these same effects in the real world happen in these games. Yeah, that's what, yeah. But, they, but, but that doesn't mean you're going to play them because you live in the real world. Yeah, because I don't want to be, in, when I'm playing video games, I don't want to do it. <laughs> But new category, we talked about MMOs. Uh, Guys, we haven't talked about, like, the actual super-duper extra-hardcore RPGs, like Dark Souls, or Bloodborne, or Metal Gear, where it's just like... Wait, wait, no, 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 no
Oh, We're not, Bloodborne is? I don't think Bloodborne is either. I haven't. Had it's it a tactics time. game. Okay, but they're not. I don't. Is it? No, it's not. No, I'm just being. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just being snotty from the earlier. Snotty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one too. Yeah. I don't. I disagree. I'm, be, I'm being Draco Malfoy from. I was, I was allowing. I was willing to allow Demon Souls to go. go yeah, Demon Souls is a role-playing game by the internet. So, so is Blood. Yeah, I would say any Souls game then by that by that definitions any game. But any you don't Souls-like, you don't think Metal Gear is? I do not think Metal Gear is. I think Metal Gear is a is a stealth action game. Okay, and that's fun. That's fair. It's it's. I'm gonna look it up now. It's Assassin's Creed an RPG. It is now. It wasn't when it first came out. It is now. Metal Gear Solid is a stealth game solely. Uh, yeah, no, I, no, you're right about that. I want to. I'm bringing up Assassin's Creed as the counter. Yeah, I mean, I can see where you're saying that, but I feel like it's mostly not. I feel like it, the thing it I, wasn't once, but as soon as Assassin's Odyssey... Creed Origins came out, it is now strictly an RPG. <laughs> Is yeah, Dark Souls Western or, or Eastern RPG? Oh, very, very Eastern. Uh, Dark yeah. Souls is made by uh, oh geez, who who did make it? From Software. Yeah, it's From Soft. Oh, that's that a really fucking annoying name, though. Who did that? Oh, it's From From Software. You, just... <laughs> you, you, you know, know say, you know. You can also say buy From Software. It's Bandai. It's Bandai Namco. That's the they publisher own... again. Yeah, they own From Soft. They were. The point is, is that that's who it is. It's definitely did. Eastern, and that's what's. Yeah. Important. Well, they also did I'm Sekiro. Bring, I'm, so. I'm bringing them up in the same way. I want to bring up like Shadow of the Colossus. Is that an RPG? Like, no. What What is an RPG, man? See, here's the thing: is that like I feel I feel like RPG is like a polygon. Like so many things are four sided, that you need the additional definition of like. A square where all 90 degree angles and all this equal side or a rectangle, you know, like I feel like RPG is is so broad that you need to put like it almost is never seen with other prefix. Yeah, like a tactics based RPG or uh, insert a thing, an MMO RPG. Or even like like higher level, like an action RPG or like, I don't know. Or a like, fantasy RPG or a sci fi RPG. Mm. And then this became a semantics podcast. And those games yeah. are really hard, and I never want to play them ever. Yeah, they're yeah, they're hard, but they have a very interesting lore to them, sure. which I really appreciated. And like in a, in an age in an age of like sweeping RPGs that last like all these hours and stuff like that, it was a simple game that it gave you nothing. Like you had nothing. But like after you, after you after you played it a few times and like you can play through the whole game in a, in a handful of hours, but there was such high replayability because the game just let you do whatever you wanted. And if you got really good at it, you could do some really silly pathing through the game to like get crazy items and do all co- sorts of cool stuff. Like I don't know, it, I can see why it's very popular. Yeah, I it, 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 yeah, I played the first one. I have it on the Switch. Okay. So I'm looking at the Internet Science Site page for a role-playing game, which is Wikipedia. It says, a role-playing game is a game in which players assume the roles of characters in a fictional setting. Players take responsibility for acting out these roles within a narrative, either through literal acting or through a process of structured decision-making. Regarding character development. 
I feel like every game by that definition no, is a role playing no, game. No, no. <laughs> other than other than like Minesweeper. No. The key, the key difference is the decision making. Decision making. Sure. Regarding like, character. I make decisions about tactics. Mm, but do they do they speak to your character development? Yes. I'm a ruthless dictator who doesn't care about what I mean. casualties. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was that, was that too real? <laughs> I'm just thinking about that in the in, in the context of like a Final Fantasy. Do you make decisions that affect that character? No. In Final Fantasy. No. Well, you you, you make characters other, so, other than stat blocks. Like, yeah. You're only well, affecting stat blocks. You're not affecting narrative like like narrative choices or like. Well, it just says or structured decision making regarding character development that doesn't necessarily mean emotional development that could also be leveling up character development well, then XCOM, well, then XCOM. yeah but that's why but, that's why i think almost every game is an rpg it, then because it, but if xcom you... doesn't have characters that you can control you have okay. you, you have make, you no, make no, 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 characters. no 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 they're you not name. characters though no but those aren't characters those are no, just but, no but hold on hold, pawns hold on. on a chessboard hold on let's redirect that same exact argument Warcraft 3 is an RPG because you have heroes who you can keep items with over time, and that changes their character path. I killed I it. Drop the mic. I killed it. You're all the, the concept is of RPG is so vague, which is why we're struggling to cover it just in an East West West conversation. The point is, is that like I agree with Forrest. There, the concept of decision making is inherent to video games, no matter what you're doing. If it's tactics based, if it's development based, if it's literally moral okay. based. So here's where. All right, I got a counter now. Yeah, please. So, Warcraft Three, as a mechanics thing, is a role is is a, is an RTS, but it has an yeah. RPG campaign. So what you're telling okay. me is, is it's an RPG. No, but like, but like, what is so like, what is the central? I would argue that Warcraft 3, like, the campaign is just the cherry on top. I feel like the game was designed to be an RTS you play with other people where there's no role playing. Like, you're, you're, again, you're just playing rooks I understand what, and I under, bishops. In I understand Kong. what you're saying. My problem is that I wasn't that kid. I never liked the online style, I was there for the campaign. So I get, I, I see what you're saying. I just, I, I liked the story that I like, no. I like all of the stories that are the Blizzard no, games. No, I'm, I'm not saying, long. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to win an argument of why it's not an RPG. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it is, but it is. It has an RPG campaign. No. Back to XCOM. <laughs> I was a character. <laughs> I was a character in an XCOM game. So it's an RPG. So what we've decided, so what we've decided is that XCOM and Warcraft Three are RPGs, and that Mass Effect Three is a team-based shooter, online shooter. <laughs> yeah, it's right. actually just Valorant, right? Mm. And all of this is to say that Western games are more close to home for all of us, except for Dane, who discovered how much of a weeb he was. Mm-hmm. I've, all right, listen. Have any of you played Harvest Moon? Yeah, I have. Um, if you're gonna play video games, please remain on the left if if that's a thing. Because unfortunately, so many people in the 
gaming community have felt isolated and been recruited to some pretty nasty causes. So, you know, that is all. Oh man, yeah, that is also true. This is not a political podcast, but Dane is right. We are a political podcast in that every entity, in some way, if it interacts with culture, has yeah. To... Politics literally touches every minute. Exactly. Of yeah, and 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 I, and I think none of us would be ashamed to say that we're fairly, fairly liberal. And you have a problem with that? No, so... we're 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 further left. Yeah. So you can you could leave if that's an issue. But hey, I mean, this, yeah, been, uh, this has been pop culture cake. Uh, we talked about stuff, I guess. And um, you can find us at popculturecake.com. I doubt anyone wants to pass their socials. Uh, and uh, until next time.